This message comes from NPR sponsor, The Pitchfork Review. It's the podcast for the music obsessed, the music curious, and everyone in between. Listen to The Pitchfork Review and hear music differently. Find new episodes every Friday at midnight. Happy Friday, everybody, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and it's once again that wonderful time of the week when a whole bunch of great new albums drop. We're going to do a quick run through some of the ones that we think are most essential to hear right now for April 13th. This week, I'm joined by NPR Music's Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. And in Nashville, Ann Powers. Hello, my friends. And we're kicking this week's show off with the band Say Sue Me and their album Where We Were Together. Say Sue Me in the record Where We Were Together. And when I listen to this, I mean, I think it sounds like West Coast surfer pop or something. But mm-hmm. Stephen, this is a band from South Korea. Yeah, they're from Busan, South Korea. I love the way their sound is jangly and sweet. There are elements of like girl group kind of harmonies, but also like surf rock, you know, kind of garage rock. I've heard it uh, described as surf gaze, but it's a very sweet sound, very ingratiating and timeless. I really enjoy this record a lot. There's there's actually kind of a sad story behind it. Their drummer Kang Samin was uh, gravely injured in a fall in 2016 and has been in a semi-comatose state ever since. And so a lot of what the band has been doing in recent years has been in tribute to him. And so there's a little note of melancholy, I think, to this music that makes it a little bit richer than kind of your standard poppy garage band. Say Sumi is the band, and uh, the record is Where We Were Together, one of the many great albums out today on April 13th. Up next, a really unexpected bit of joy from the singer Juliana Hatfield, and her record Juliana Hatfield sings Olivia Newton-John. And you and I were talking at one point on an earlier show about Olivia Newton-John, and I, I think I may have noted that Olivia Newton-John is part of my DNA. It's like she was inescapable when I was growing up. I had a massive crush on her, you know, as a kid, and she was in the movie Xanadu. There was a Grease. There were so many touchstones of my youth that she was a huge part of. And I have to say, when I heard that Juliana Hatfield was covering all of these Olivia Newton-John songs, 
I thought it sounded silly, and then I listened to it, and I found myself getting a little choked up. Olivia Newton-John is an interesting artist to revive and honor because uh, mostly she wasn't a songwriter. She was an interpreter. She was, as you said, Robin, a persona, a heartthrob, and most of all, a voice. And Juliana Hatfield does capture that intimacy, that closeness, that tenderness that's at the heart of Olivia Newton-John and what we love about Olivia Newton-John, I think. And I will say something else that Juliana Hatfield does really well is that she brings out some of the trippier, almost like beatle side to some of these songs. Like you listen to the mm-hmm. top of the song, I, I Honestly Love You. The original version was so moist and <laughs> misty, you know? I mean, it really was just, you know, and, and, and you listen to the top of the song we j- we're listening to now, Juliana Hatfield's version, and you hear that chord progression. It's a very beatle chord progression. Uh, and then that kind of grittier guitar sound that she adds so important when you're going to cover somebody who is not necessarily a critic's darling in 2018 to to cover it with complete sincerity and joy and i think that hatfield does that on this record definitely a labor of love juliana hatfield juliana hatfield sings olivia newton john and from that we go to something completely different which is my favorite thing to do on this show and that's the band a place to bury strangers and their album penned What a phenomenal build in this cut, this opening cut, never coming back uh, from a place to bury strangers in the record penned. This noise punk rock group from New York. Steven, I know you're a fan. Oliver Ackerman is, is kind of the mastermind of this group, and, and they've put out this string of kind of just really, I, I keep wanting to say punishing, that makes that sounds bad, but just kind of bruising cool, seething, ultimately really cathartic records. And see this band live, like, that dude's a maniac on on stage. It's really something to behold. They also have a really cool drummer, a woman drummer, Leah Braswell, who, who I love to watch. Yeah. Another great one for April 13th, A Place to Bury Strangers and their record penned. Let's go now to a perennial favorite of the NPR music team, Laura Veers, and her record, The Lookout. You were just passing through your town. 
sleeping on the boards of your old house. Candles lit for inside our dreams, and the desert dome all cold and green. I'm here now, but my time will come to be blowing through. Laura Veer is just a beautiful singer-songwriter from Portland, and I said a perennial favorite of the NPR music team. We've done a lot with her over the years, and this new record, The Lookout, uh, is no exception. You know, S- Stephen Thompson wrote something very perceptive. Oh. He talked about going to see the trio that Laura Veers formed with Nico Case and Katie Lang, which was called Case Lang Veers, and how Laura stole every show. I experienced that same thing with her just beautiful pastoral evocative songs and her delivery which is so thoughtful it sort of like emanates from from her heart and her soul in this lovely way i love the way her voice manages to be both airy but she's also there's this calm quality this kind of grounded quality to her let's give credit to tucker martin because they work so beautifully together and um you know tucker frames her songs exquisitely i I think they're quite an amazing team yeah a beautiful record, The Lookout, from Laura Veers. We just have a few more records to get through, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Isotope, makers of Spire Studio, the simple all-in-one recording system that lets musicians record, mix, and share songs in professional quality from anywhere. Learn more at spire.live. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson and Ann Powers. We're running through some of the best records out on April 13th, and we go now to L.A. Salami and his record, The City of Bootmakers. As I get older, ideals fade away, doubts get bolder, my fears learn to stray, the stars lose meaning, future condenses past, yet I want for nothing, in the age of glass. L.A. Salami, the record, The the City of Bootmakers, he's a guy that we first discovered uh, a couple of years ago, about about a year and a half ago. He had this amazing debut, Dancing with Bad Grammar, totally blew blew me away. And this is his first full-length follow-up since then. Stephen, how did he do? 
Well, its name is uh, Lukman Adakunle Salami. He's a singer-songwriter from London. And the shorthand, you would say he's a folk singer. But he writes these very, very ambitious songs about big ideas, about everything from mental illness to terrorism. He's a guy who just takes a lot of big swings. Um, He's not content with writing songs that sound like the songs that other people write and sing. He's got a very distinct songwriting voice and a distinct singing voice. He sounds like nobody other than himself, and I think that is a reason to listen. And I think uh, The City of Bootmakers is a, is a very good record. Ale Salami, The City of Bootmakers is the record. And now I'm going to ask everyone to just close their eyes, <laughs> take a nice, yeah. deep breath. Deep cleansing breath. And listen to the music of Goldman and his record, Ocasus. This is Keith Kenneth, composer and pianist originally from Pennsylvania, and I have loved Goldman for a long time. He just makes exactly what you're hearing, these gorgeous, minimalist, sometimes ambient pieces, Mm -hmm. largely piano, that just take me away. And the record is called Ocasus. It's a Latin word that has several meanings. It can mean end or downfall or also the rising and falling of heavenly bodies. Which I can't believe mm. there's a word for that. But <laughs> and then it hasn't already been the name of like 20 different records. Right. Ocasus. Because it just so perfectly conjures the kinds of images that these songs invoke. Yeah, this is beautiful. I kind of prefer stuff that has a little bit more air in it. And this does uh, a pianist like Nils Fromm. Oh, yeah. Uh, has this. Mm. Um, I'm, I love music that slows the blood. And this, this has that quality to it. Goldman. And the album is called Ocasus. That's O-C-C-A-S-U-S. We still got one more record that we want to play, but before we do that, let's do a quick roundup of some of the other records that are out today. First off, there's the record from John Prine called The Tree of Forgiveness that is out today. We've done a lot with it, but if you haven't heard it, a beautiful record from John Prine out now. A singer-songwriter I've loved for a really, really long time. I'm, God, 20 years now. Josh Rouse has a new record called Love in the Modern Age that's a, it was a nice little throwback to kind of his, his early records. Uh, he's, got a re- he's got an early album called, like, 1972 that's kind of a throwback to a lot of the singer-songwriter sounds of, the, of like, the early 70s. This record is kind of his 80s record. I'm really into this North Carolina band called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. <laughs> uh, they have a very charismatic frontman in Sam Melo. They're kind of a mix of jam and indie and whatever else you can throw in the soup and it's very earnest, beautiful, political, loving rock and roll. Their record's called How to Friend Love Freefall. 
all those records out now on April 13th, along with this last record that we're going to go out on from Tina Shea and her record, Joyride. You know you belong right here inside my arms. when I first heard this record, I just thought, wow, I mean, R&B is in such a great place right now. I mean, it made me think of like the Colella record, mm-hmm. you know, from last year. Just some really interesting things going on in R&B. Absolutely. I mean, R&B to me is the most innovative, forward-thinking, musically genre at the moment. R&B artists are incorporating so many different elements of different genres into their music, really cutting-edge production. And Tinashe was a leader in that. She's been around for a little while. It took her some time to get this record out. But man, it's a beautiful work. And I do love the atmospherics on this album. She worked a lot with producers like Stargate and Little Dragon are on a track. The track we're hearing was produced by Jay White, who also produced Cardi B's mega hit, Bodak Yellow. It's almost these records, and, and again, I make the reference to Kalela, but these these aren't records that are just filled with a lot of singles. They feel like stories. And yeah, the Jenna Aiko record was yeah. really like that yeah, last year. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know, I just it feels like the scope is becoming more ambitious, that they're expanding the palette of sounds and, and pushing R&B out of its comfort zone. There are definitely things about this record that are undeniably R&B, and, but uh, still a lot of really interesting things happening on this record. It's really cool. And I mean, that's what, what I mean when I say like R&B is the genre exploder. Tinashe Joyride. Real quickly before we go, I just want to remind people that they can see a list of the albums we talked about in the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash all songs. And you can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records today and a whole lot of other great releases in the New Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. Stephen Thompson, thanks. Thank you. As always, and Ann Powers in Nashville, thank you. Thank you so much. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend, everybody.